just started recording before I Yes, you should have, but oh well. That's what she said. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. Being a dick. Please. Alright. Um so do you feel like you're sobering up a little bit? Mm, unfortunately. Unfortunately? Yeah. I mean, are you gonna put more alcohol in your system or are you good? Probably not. I, you know what? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. You're good? As much as I'd like to risk it, I don't know if I'm gonna. Okay. Without, I'll, well, even then, I could take some, I could pop some ibuprofen before I go to bed and I won't feel a thing when I wake up tomorrow. Okay. Ibuprofen. Yep. All right. Copy the link, heading to our page. Uh, write a post. Here yeah. we go. I know this wasn't the right shirt to wear because you're going to see all 12 of the chicken nuggets I just had, but, uh, Unlike you, you're covering up the goods. You know, oh, it's cold in here, bro. It's cold. It's 69, fool. Giggity. <laughs> Were you expecting some humid headwind? Yeah. Oh, we're at your place? You never know. Headwind. Giggity. We are live talking chambered. Share. Share. I was supposed to title this episode BYOB. Oddly <laughs> enough. Why is that? Bring your own bone saw. Ooh, bone saw is ready. Mm, I got you for three minutes. Click team. No, so, but why? Because Chamber, Saudi, Skogi. Which wrestler is not coming back? Complete. All right. But apparently something happened in the last week, and I figured I had to rename the show to something else. All right, all right, all right. Boom. Shared. Pow. Right in the kisser. Right in the cojones. Ouch. What are you aiming for? The cojones. <laughs> Live from the landing strip in Houston, Texas. It's the 395th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Chris. And thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. We very much appreciate each and every one of you. Except Arnold. Well, we kind of appreciate him a little bit. I guess. He's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. If you're watching us live, log into your YouTube account. That way you could live chat with us along with the show. I'll see it on my handy-dandy smartphone. I'll involve you as best as I can in the show. So feel free to fact check, ask questions, talk shit. Whatever. Ask uh, us who Dalton Milton Chiampas the fourth is. <laughs> now we're talking peacemaker already. Is this going no, over my no, head? No, this is not a peacemaker thing. Okay. It's, it's a silly thing. Between... Is this a war maker? No, no, no. This has, it's not a reference to anything anybody would know. Okay. It's just an inside joke in the household of mine. Um, Rub it in. Oh, I got a house. You punk ass got an apartment. <laughs> If you're not watching this live, that's okay. You can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. Boom. Chris. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Water. That's high quality H2O. Oh, daddy. Let's play a game. A game? Something different. We haven't done games in a while. Ooh, I'll get the blindfold. The safe word is Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Is it a work or is it a shoot? So let's let me just throw something off the top of my head. Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling at WrestleMania 38. What do you think? Work or a shoot? 
shoot. I think they they might actually be trying to get Stone Cold to you know do a thing. That guy right there. Yeah, that guy right there. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't see I don't see WWE looking too far out of the box to make it work like that. Um, but it might it might be more of like shoot rumors. But they're trying to make it come fruition, but it's not actually coming to fruition, and it'll probably fall through. Now it says it's not official, you know. It's, yeah. I want to say it's a shoot, but I'm disappointed if it's a shoot. Because I think Austin's career ended with, like, this very weird black bow. You didn't know it was his last match until years after when you hear the stories of how shit shape he was in Mm. when he went against the Rocket 19. And then sharing their feelings back and forth after the pinfall, you can visually see it in the ring, those two talking to each other. And seeing how far The Rock's career went after that match with Steve Austin Mm -hmm, outside mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. wrestling. And to see or to feel the mythos of the legend that was Stone Cold Steve Austin in the ring. Mm -hmm. To where when you bring him back for a segment, you bring him back for a pop, Raw Raw 25, Raw 1000th episode, Raw in Texas. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's one thing. Yeah. The awful St. Valen- uh, awful St. Patrick's Day episode of Raw in front of nobody when COVID mm. and was doing this weird Saturday Night Live. Ugh. That's one thing. But how did it go the- with the other people that said they retired? Like Ric Flair, when he came back after retirement. How did it go for him? I mean, it was all right. How about Shawn Michaels? That was actually a little bit better. Did you see the tag match in Saudi? Okay, you mean that? I thought you meant like coming back after his back being broke. Okay, after twenty six. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Do you really want that, no. with Steve? I I don't. I and I didn't I say don't. that I did. Yeah, you know. Um, but just as a yeah. bone of contention, would you want to see that? No. Uh, do I want to see Stone Cold involved in wrestling? Yeah. Do, yeah, I like Stone Cold. I really do. And if I was watching WWE, which I'm still not. Mm-hmm. Um. Stone Cold might be something that could get me to to pique my interest enough to where I might tune in. Not necessarily to see him wrestle, but if he's, like, managing someone, if he's, like, interviewing people, if he's a general manager, if he's part of the damn show. A sheriff. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) You know, he's part of the damn show. I might want to tune in. I might. Sticking with the product you don't watch. Arnold! Hector, what's up, buddies? Dude. We're all together tonight all, in, some, yes. in some sort of yes. Is it a work or is it a shoot? Staying on topic. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. I didn't know that this was a possibility. Really? I honestly don't know because I haven't heard of this until right now that you said it. Um, honestly, I don't give two shits. Um, I'll say it's a work because why not? I'm sure WWE would love for that to happen. Shane will be doing his bullshit with yeah. I'm very uninterested. It's a work probably. We have had some shitty. Celebrity appearances at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. 
After Bad Bunny's performance in the Royal Rumble mm -hmm. last year, mm -hmm. I gave him a bit of the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. And it was worth it because he paid dividends. A lot of people that didn't talk about wrestling were reaching out to me about, how long has Bad Bunny been wrestling? Yeah. I did, did, did the number. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville, I'm fucked up. I like Jackass, so sue me. The new movie was I. You know, even the old Jackass movies, as a fan, I was at the theater, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm done. I'm ready for this movie to be over. And it kept going. Uh. The recent Jackass movie, Jackass Forever, that came out, when I started getting that feeling of, you know what? I think I'm ready to tap out. It ended. Ah. Just the right amount of... Yeah. So then I hear this promotion with Knoxville and Zane going heading into the Rumble. I want to give Knoxville the benefit of the doubt also. Because he didn't okay. do too bad. He wasn't god-awful. You know, there wasn't botches. It was... And him and Sami Zayn actually brought some fucking personality out of Sami Zayn. No, that doesn't answer the question. Is it a work no. or a shoot? I'll, I'll, lead, I'll lead with this. Mm-hmm. Since they're going to Saudi this weekend, mm -hmm. they taped tomorrow's episode of SmackDown last Friday. Okay. And Nakamura already lost the belt to Sami Zayn. So right now, Sami Zayn, well, tomorrow, Sami Zayn will be recognized as the Intercontinental Champion. Okay. And they're still doing this story between him and Johnny Knoxville because Sami Zayn tried sneaking in to the Jackass movie premiere on the red carpet and he got tased and thrown out. And then he somehow still snuck in to the movie and saw it on the red carpet. After he got tased. Yes. Okay. Which led to Knoxville showing up to a pop-up store a week or two later, a WWE pop-up mm -hmm. store, and went and vandalized all the Sami Zayn merch. <laughs> Which led to Sami Zayn coming out on SmackDown last Friday with his new shirt that says Sami Zayn forever with the same little heart that the Jackass thing has. So they're still, even if the legs aren't moving, they're still going to try to run with it. Paraplegically. Mm. Okay. So there might be some shoot to this. Okay. Do I want to see it? I don't know if want is the word, but if it's on my TV, I'll probably sit just to, out of curiosity to see what they give me. Hector says WWE is leaning more towards the entertainment side. Keep the celebrities to the 24-7 title. Yeah. Okay. Work or shoot? Alright, what? We have a new, new belt collector in professional wrestling. Hmm? Matt Cardona is the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Okay. 10 pounds of gold. Right, yeah. What do you think? Why would, okay, I, I don't know how to answer this question. It I actually, know it's a weird question. It actually happened. Yeah. How can I say it's not a, a shoot or not a work? Like, what, what aspect of this are you asking is it a shoot or a work? Just give me your opinion. Okay, well, let's just talk about this. Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, it's Matt Cardona. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> it's the NWA title. I don't give a shit. And he has, what, the GCW title? I don't give Had. A shit. Had? He Had. doesn't even have it now? No. I don't give a shit. I do. Who cares? Will he ever escape Zack Ryder territory for you? Or would he, if you've been watching GCW... Or Impact or NWA. Uh, see, I watched a little bit of Impact. Impact. He, Cardona is just—I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You're struggling to find a positive. I can. I'm sure. I am. I'm I hating. Just observing. Yeah. Uh, 
I just don't like him. That's fair. I thought he was overrated when a lot of people were cheering for him for when he was, you know, uh, Zack Ryder. Oh, um, Yeah, I, I thought he had some redeeming qualities, and I was angry at the fact that Vince would hold him down because he got himself over. I thought that was a bit of an injustice. But I never got so behind him, even though he got himself over. I was like, I respect that you got yourself over, but you're not over with me that much. But okay, you should get the push that that I think you deserve, but you're not getting it. So that kind of pisses me off. But then once he started losing that luster and I don't know, he just seemed to get a little bit more bitter and... The bullshit with the GCW, I just don't care. Like, I don't know. I don't care about him. I don't care. If this was a shoot, then they really see the value that Matt Cardona brings right now in 2022 of pro wrestling. This feels more like a work in the sense that Kenny Omega popularized the art of belt collecting to the point that Diana Perrazzo was starting to do it for yeah. the women's division. And now we got Matt Cardona on like somewhat of the either the nichier or hardcore side trying to follow in those footsteps that Kenny Omega's footprints are, are leaving behind. Yeah. So I don't I don't think it's in jest. I think it's a I think it's a work because if it was worth it, Matt Cardona would still be GCW champion right now. Yeah, with I don't the know NWA could, title. Yeah, I don't know. And, you, and then stepping up to Impact and saying, what? Two down. Who's next? Yeah, yeah I don't know if you can say you're a belt collector if you only have one belt. Yeah. It's sure you had two belts from two different companies back to back. Yeah, yeah. That one belt a belt collector does not make. Does he make more of a presence or impact having been champion at gcw where no one expected it to happen or being the current champion of nwa where there have been people that dreamt about being fucking nwa world champion and you're in that lineage of steamboat dusty flair and now Matt i mean it's a prestigious title don't don't let me say that i'm taking anything away from the nwa title I just don't give a shit about Matt Cardona having the title, right? There, there's, there's always these times in wrestling that people go and they argue, well, does the man make the title or does the title make the man? And the truth of the matter is that some situations the man makes the title, some situations it's the other way around where the title makes the man. It just really depends. And I think in this particular situation, Matt Cardona unmakes the nwa title just a little bit that it sucks to say that because i have that same thought as far as the respect for the nwa's heavyweight title it's almost like matt's bringing it down hector says doesn't matt cardona have the internet title from impact i don't think just want it that's right he just beat jordan grace for it oh so he does have two titles yeah oh technically he he had three had all at the same time uh, I think he had the GCW, he lost the GCW after he won the Impact title. Arnold says, title. put some respect on Dan Servin, boy. <laughs> yes, there's plenty <laughs> of respect. Scrap daddy. There's plenty of respect there. Um, oh, uh, and he, uh, Arnold also says he will always be the Long Island I see. 
<laughs> okay. Is it a work or is it a shoot? Mm-hmm. Two words. Cody Rhodes. Okay. <laughs> this is what we're all here for, basically. Man, if you would have asked me this yesterday, I would have said this is a work. A brilliant work. I love it. But there's not an ounce of truth to it. It's Cody and uh, Tony Khan just working the, the working the marks, having Cody leave. It's not really happening. Yeah, he's not signed to a contract, but goddamn, he was a fucking vice president of the company. He murdered you himself know? in the goddamn ladder match to put Sammy Guevara over over. Yeah, yeah, like you can't just have one of the founding members of the company just not sign a contract and go away. But he's been. Getting booed out of the building. They said, yeah, we're just not going to renew your title. Then you could come back a little bit later because in wrestling, but, but in wrestling, you never, after you make a comeback, you're never booed. I don't care how big of a heel you are. You make a comeback. Oh, shit. People clap for you. Now, right when you grab the mic, if you say something dumb and they're like, oh, now I remember why he's an asshole. Why, uh, he ain't racism. Yeah, yeah. So, but. You asking me today? Right now. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. This might be a shoot. He might actually be gone. I If it's a work... There's people that have the backwards opinion. So how are you now, today, more inclined that it's an actual shoot as opposed to a work? What is it that, that swayed you? I'm just seeing more and more like... Figures being thrown around saying that, oh, it's this amount of money that he's getting offered and this and that. And I'm like, oh, shit. There's too many people reporting this that that he's actually going and signed a contract with the E. That makes me think, fuck, man. You know what? My opinion ain't that strong anymore that, that, that it's a work. This might actually be a shoot. And if I am getting worked by the shoot, then I am happy about it. But right now, I think it might actually be true. Saudi Rhodes. Thank you, Arnold. I'm bass backwards, bruh. You're bass backwards? Yeah. Okay. Why? I thought it was a shoot because WWE is slowly, slowly, slowly trying to do stuff that we don't expect them to do. They brought in Mickey James as Impact World Knockouts Champion. But they the didn't put Rumble. a whole lot of respect on it, to steal Arnold's term. But when, he, when she was in the Rumble, there wasn't a whole lot of popping circumstance. If you're dying of thirst, would you rather have this or nothing? I'd rather have that. But I ain't dying of thirst. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um... And I start thinking, it's like, what is it that Cody covets that would really make him leave a place that he helped create? He helped create. He was getting enough money. He uh, had a little spinoff show, like a reality TV show. He had uh, that little Go Big show that he was on. Like, it's more than just the money that he's making from wrestling that he's getting with AEW to leave all that. But. Okay. Vince will offer him a lot of money. But besides that... More what money else, than TK? What else, would, what else does, they, what did, does Vince McMahon have to offer that would lure Cody away? A, you mentioned... A bigger audience? You meant... Bingo! And I don't mean 
Not in the demos. We mean all together, overall, right? I don't even mean wrestling. Okay. What's going to get more ratings? Mm -hmm. Roads to the top on TNT Mm -hmm. after prime time? Mm -hmm. Or a WWE version of Roads to the top on Peacock? On the app? Millions of... Millions of people are watching Peacock. I do not have any numbers to back this up. (laughs) Okay. But you're talking about an online app service versus actual cable TV. Well, let's throw throw plan B. Total Bellas isn't on Peacock. Where's Total Bellas on? That's on E. Yeah. What if there? What if he has his own little show with him and his wife, and it's he on already a, has his own little show and, with him and, and his wife, and it's on a bigger network on he, Viacom. He's not bigger NBC. than TNT. No, it's not. He's better than TNT. E yeah. the channel E. It's not that it's bigger than TNT. Robert, what's up, Robert? Thank you for joining us. But again, a bigger audience, a bigger platform, a bigger net to cast more fans in. The bigger, That's on the wrestling the side. Bigger, on, on network scale, yeah. NBC Universal, TNT only has T, T, Turner Broadcasting is just TNT and TBS. Okay. For the most part. Okay. That's fair. How many networks has spun off of NBC Universal? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, like I said, I don't have the numbers, yeah. but if you're trying to compare an actual channel that's on the telly to peacock like get the fuck out of here that's what compared that's where i thought it was a shoot at first okay okay but then i start thinking if you're going to another promotion you want to go at a hundred percent don't you yeah so if you're not under contract with AEW, a promotion that in the, the month before you leave they turn you into a human wick you light your ass on fucking fire for them. Yeah. You break your fucking back in a ladder match for them. Mm-hmm. You really want to go at 40% to the company that you ran away from because you thought they undervalued you? <sighs> that doesn't compute with me. And you're right. And that's part of the reason why I thought it was it was a work at the beginning, too. Because I was like, there's no way Cody's going back to WWE. But... Robert, in the live chat, brings up a very, very, very valid point. And that point is, it's not AEW versus him going to WWE. It's AEW versus him not working at AEW. He could go to Japan. He could just not work at wrestling for a while. He could be just doing the fucking TV shows, the go big show, that's it. Maybe get a fucking Hollywood contract, go make a movie, go be in season two of Peacemaker or whatever, right? Like, it's not necessarily he's got to be in AEW or go to WWE. It's not one of the two. So he might be leaving, still the, you know, VP of the company, but we're just not going to say that. And um, he still has his fucking TV shit and his other shit that he got on the side or whatever, you know? Uh, And just not going into the wrestling ring and breaking his back or lighting his ass on fire and doing this and that. But he's still making the money. That could be it. If the reason Cody's leaving is because he doesn't have what he feels is creative control, do you think he'll even get a sliver of creative control under Vince McMahon? Hell no. Exactly. Hell no. So following on Medlin's comment, 
I've got him being in charge of Ring of Honor. A place that he's been world champion at. A place where he... Be, where I think that was his beginning of him breaking the forbidden door when he left WWE. I think before New Japan and Impact, he was Ring of Honor where he was joining the Bullet Club and, do, and winning the title off of Christopher Daniels and really finding himself for himself instead of being Stardust or whatever gimmick he had in WWE. Okay. Now, this opens up a can of worms that's a little bit different. Because when we were talking about, like, you know, AEW doing their thing, it's like, okay, you know, Thanos is collecting the fucking Infinity Stones so that they can have the gauntlet to go up against WWE, that being AEW, right? AEW trying to get bigger and better and whatever this and that. But what ha- would happen if you had one gauntlet for one Thanos with one stone and then another gauntlet with another Thanos with another stone. You, instead of having one gauntlet, six stones, you have six Thanos, six, six gauntlets, six stones. So that's the territory you're getting into. And I'm sorry if I'm losing anybody with this fucking analogy here. Basically, this is either bonkers, go nuts, fucking stupid, crazy. Or this was the plan all along. Where you have Kenny and the Bucks. Yeah, they got AEW. But then you got Cody going away and, you know, ROH. And then you have, who else is a part of the Forbidden Door? Impact. Somebody goes over and they start taking over Impact. And then, you oh, see 3 is opening his own company with fucking Braun Strowman? Wait, they have a co- So what if they're just... Titan. Titan, whatever. Sure, sure. Whatever. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Extra R's. Yeah. And the last one's capitalized. What if they have all these different battalions, all these different companies that are not WWE and they're not going up against WWE trying to get one company all squished together to go up against. But so it's, it's like every other country multi- against Russia. Multiple companies. Yeah. Multiple companies against the E. Is that what it is? This is this is crazy like a fox. So fucking insano that I feel like I'm wearing a tinfoil hat for even just bringing this up, saying that this is the possibility. But would it be crazy? Or would it be crazy like a fox? I don't know. So that leaves me with the only acceptable answer that I can come up with. Okay, what's the acceptable answer? It's a fucking work. So it brings you back to work. Yes. Because it helps to with what end? Cody becoming AEW World Champion. So Cody leaves. He doesn't have a contract. He comes back, has a new contract. Now he can challenge for the world title. And then since he left with all this heat that they didn't really want him to have, when he comes back, yay, Cody's back, and he gets the pop. No, well, the fans give him the pop because they get to see him again. And that's when Cody completely goes Homelander. Heal. Oh, you killed my baby? Okay. Okay. That's the plan. That's my that's the that's the the most logical scenario I can come up with. Is that Cody comes back as a heel. Okay. With the shot at the title. Hector, uh uh Robert, Arnold, is this a, a shoot or a work? Is this for real Z's? Are we getting played? What do y'all say? Um yeah, Robert said maybe heading back to Japan. Uh, he also says, if anything, Vince will want to put him in charge of NXT 
you may as well have just left Triple H in charge of NXT yeah. 2.0. Anything- the whole reason why Triple H isn't in charge of NXT 2.0 is because Vince didn't want anybody else in charge of NXT 2.0 besides himself or one of his lackeys. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're, they're going to let yeah. Cody do that. No way. No. Um, I feel that he's going to NWA. Uh, this is Hector. I feel that he is going to NWA go back to go back and be side by side with Mr. Smashing Bumpkin. Like I've always said, welcome back to the territories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was that all of your planned works or shoots? Because I kind of mentioned one that we should probably throw out there. Work or shoot. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about controlling your narrative? I'm interested. I think it might be a work. That work in the sense that they're actually working to plan this and that they're actually trying to do it. Um, so basically I'm saying it's true, you know, uh, so usually you use a shoot, but it's true that they're making it. So it's a work. I don't know. I think it's really going down. <laughs> That's the way to say it. Um, I have no reason to not believe that it's going down and to say that, Hey, we're starting a promotion and then to not do it is just really dumb. And there, there's nothing to gain from that. But, um, whether or not I like the idea, though, that's something else. That's a whole other subject. Um, let's get to that subject. <laughs> that subject is, bro, I don't need another fucking wrestling company right now, man. Seriously. And I would be afraid that it's another Black Craft. Do you remember, do you remember Black Craft? Or was it like four years ago or you something? You tried. Seth Rollins thing, right? Yeah, Seth Rollins is. I remember you company. on an episode of HWR all about the Black Craft because uh, it was the first episode or the first pay-per-view or whatever. And it stunk. Oh. oh, God, it stinks. It was so bad. Like, imagine that, like GCW except more indie. Like, oh, it was terrible. Um, you mean every other word from the commentator is a profanity? Probably. Okay. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm afraid maybe that's what it is. Because while you have too much talent in AEW, you may not have enough to fill up another fucking indie promotion. At least one that tries to be a national thing. Like if you're trying to be an indie promotion just in your fucking territory... Have fun. Knock yourself out. Please do it. We need you need to support your indies. What but, television network is so desperate to have a wrestling show that they will hire an untested, unproven, unknown like control your narrative over an established, now soon to be reestablished entity like Ring of Honor? Or regardless, regardless that Sinclair owns it. So it wants to be primarily on Sinclair. There's nothing wrong with syndication. Why not syndicate Ring of Honor to the other networks in return for some rights fees so that you could put those rights fees back into the show to give it a better presentation or to get a better roster or or to get some actual help to get to back up Ian Riccoboni on commentary or for actually getting it back on the road in front of actual humans again. This two guys. Two guys do not make a pay-per-view. They do not make a weekly show. So who, who, 
what else is there are they gonna come up with? I mean, I'm sure they're gonna try to find some other indie folks, folks that are like unsigned, folks that may have just recently left AEW. We talked a lot about it last week, where you have your uh, Joey Janellas of the world that aren't really doing a whole lot in AEW because, well, the ro- roster's bloated. Yeah. So there's gonna be a plenty of those folks, like you know, your son. If they're not on the AEW roster, they're not on there for a reason. So would True. you want to watch them somewhere else? Not necessarily, no. If anything, there has to be a gimmick. I would rather see Terminus get a shot. Terminus is different. Game Changer wants to go, they want to do all, they want to do, oh shit. That pro guy, what's up man, I ain't seen you in a minute. And he, here I was worried that because we pissed off Daniel, that that was our only viewer. We were never going to have any viewers again. It looks like all of our other viewers don't like Daniel either. Yeah, hey. I so. Daniel, baby, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it. Please come back. Please come back, Daniel. I miss you, baby. I won't do it again. From what I've seen, GCW turns up the hardcore and turns down actual wrestling. Yeah. Terminus is actually all the actual wrestling. Yeah. They have specific rules. They have specific punishments for breaking those rules. They have set, They have established something unique yeah. that they can run with. What the fuck is a change of narrative? And how do they... Get a deal. Even, like you said, over an established NWA that before they went behind a a paywall, I was watching Weekly. Mm. I was into Weekly. Yeah. They had talent. Mm -hmm. I still want to watch fucking Tom Latimer versus fucking um, ex-champion that were in the group. Strictly Business. Oh, uh, Magnus. Magnus. He's not Magnus now. What, What the hell is his name now? I don't know. Too much. Nick Aldis. Nick, Nick Aldis, Aldis versus Tom Latimer. Yes. I want to watch that. Mr. Mickey James. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if there wasn't anyone more redneck than Ric Flair or Dusty Rhodes, it was Trevor Murdoch as champion. And even though he couldn't draw flies, even if it was covered with shit, I was still interested in Trevor Murdoch. Some of the girls in their division, Camille, Thunder Rosa, with different women for her to fight than you see on AEW, there is cause to watch NWA. Yeah. Even now that it's delayed two days and they show it for free on YouTube on Friday yeah. after all the people that put out $5 a week get to watch it on Tuesday or Wednesday, mm-hmm. there's still more fervor for NWA than whatever the fuck Adam Scherzer is. God, I preferred Braun to Scherzer. <laughs> um, that pro guy says, fuck Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Robert Menden says, Robert Rodriguez and Cody restart Lucha Underground? God damn, that'd be awesome! And that would really work because Cody fixed racism. He could fix racism in the Lucha community. <laughs> not only not only does he have a black wife, but he also runs a Lucha show. So yeah, see? but there's nothing Mexican about him for me to think that he can fix Mexican racism. But he's half Puerto Rican. Really? Yeah. Cody's mom is Puerto Rican. Oh, wow. Yeah. What part of Mexico is Puerto Rico from? Not Mexico. Then it don't count, motherfucker. I got one more for you that I just remembered off the top of my head. Is it a work or is it a shoot? Oh, shit. Another one. What? Okay, what? Impact didn't come to terms to renew the deal of Josh Alexander. There go... Therefore, his work visa 
has been exp- has been expired, and what? he's going back to Canada. So he had to cancel shows that he was promoted for. Is it a work or is it a shoot? That sounds like a dumbass fucking shoot that Impact probably did. Just thinking about themselves, not worrying about you know their guys' other fucking contracts and shit. They're like, sorry, we're not gonna resign you. Yeah, but you're my fucking visa thing. Oh well. That sorry, you know, I'm just not thinking about it. Like that just sounds like some dumb shit. So yeah, it's 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 a it's it's a shoot. Oopsies, it's a oopsie poopsie shootsie. Before she walked, Brandy mentioned him in promo. Could this be a work just for us to think that he's stuck in Canada and can't cross the bridge? Just for him to pop up at one of these fucking random imp- uh, dynamites for the face of the revolution ladder match just to get a reaction. I mean, Brandy did say we only hired you to get to Josh Alexander. And now that TK doesn't have to worry about the, the you know, Cody's contract and Brandy's Salary contract. And shit. Yeah, he's got a little bit more money. So why not throw a little bit Josh Alexander's way? He could he could be a part of a Canada top team. Instead of America's top team. Okay, so who's in Canada top team? Uh, well, Josh Alexander. He's the main guy. Yeah, yeah. You bring back Lance Storm to be the mouthpiece because we all know how great of a mouthpiece Lance Storm is. If we can be serious <laughs> for a minute. For a moment. Just for a moment. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, who do we have that's, that's very, very Canada right now? Do, uh, oh, it's Sean Spears defects. And he goes to, to yeah. It's still Sean Spears. Um, but if he can actually wrestle it, we never saw it. Well, he can wrestle. Always. I've seen it. You remember? Ty Dillinger. You know the guy. <laughs> ten. Remember ten. Uh, let's see. Who else? Um, who else is Canadian? One more. Because anything over four, it's like you need a... Isn't Grisham from Canada? The ROH world champ? That's a good question. I thought, I thought he was Canadian. There's plenty of black people in Canada. Really? I mean, I'm, there has to be, right? I feel like I've been doing this a lot this week. Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, we need a fourth. Anybody in the live chat? Is Grisham from? Is Grisham Canadian? I thought I remember hearing at some point that Grisham is Canadian. I know. I just I just had a brain fart because okay. I suddenly remember, but I kind of okay. thought that maybe Osprey was dual citizenship. <laughs> Osprey. Because if, if he didn't speak, if you just looked at him, he looks like a white guy from Canada. <laughs> Fuck it. Throw Christian in there. Ooh. <laughs> no. Forget Lance Storm. That's your mouthpiece. That's your mouthpiece. Christian. He just the abandons the jungle The express. guy that gave up the Impact title to Josh Alexander. He's the mouthpiece. Okay. But what about Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and the little one? They, they got to spread their wings and fly yeah. sooner later. Oh, you know, that's somebody else that has just kind of lost their way. The little one, Marco Stunt. Where's he been? Nowhere. He could go wrestle with EC3 and Shuzer. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever go back into the HWR merch game, we just have to have a shirt that says sure and then a whole bunch of fucking R's. <laughs> and some are uppercase, some are backwards like horn. <laughs> and just, just keep, and then, and then at the bottom, the line goes around and the R's go all the way down to their head. Christian, as a Christian cage, yes, he is Canadian. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I knew that. The man is from Toronto. Good. Thank you. Thank you Yay! for letting me know. He's yes. from Toronto. Toronto. 
Jonathan Grisham is from Atlanta. Atlanta, <laughs> Canada, it's almost the same. Atlanta, thing. Ontario, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Calgary, Ab- Alberta, Hotlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that's the, the end of Work and Shoot. The Atlanta Maple Leafs. They're a great hockey team. <laughs> the Atlanta Oilers. Uh, as I say, New Zealand is part of Australia. New Zealand is a part of Australia. The part that doesn't have criminals. It's part of the continent. Yeah. Yeah, it's not part of the country. <laughs> the continent has Australia and New Zealand. Yes. And Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Right? And Subway. Eat fresh. Yeah. <laughs> refresh, refresh, refresh. No, refresh, seriously. Refresh. Okay. No, now I'm curious. The fuck? <laughs> so, like, if Papua New Guinea and New Zealand aren't considered Australia as far as the continent goes, are they just a part of Asia? Because I thought Australia, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, like, the country is Australia, but the continent has those those two islands are part of that continent. Yeah, or am I con- wrong? It's the continent. It's part of the continent. It's part of the continent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you fuck, this conversation you, went way out there. <laughs> Hector, oh golly. Um, and then that pro guy's... You'd upset the Kiwis with that one. <laughs> no, our continent is Oceania. Ha ha. Australia is the country. Okay, so Oceania. Okay, cool. Oceania. Is it New Zealand? Somebody call Karma San Diego. And Papua New Guinea. Sure she knows. Part of Oceania. Right? It is, right? I forgot that that pro guy was Australian. I forgot that. <laughs> He is. He is Australian. Wow. I totally fucking forgot. So it's that. like 9 in the morning and he's yeah. spending his first day at work listening With to us. With us on a Friday. God dang. Friday morning. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what happened? He woke up with morning wood. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, it was going to do fun with flags. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1.44 p.m. here. God damn! God damn! Are you, is it still the 17th or is it the 18th? <laughs> I'm just bludging my Friday avo away. What the fuck? What are these Australian words? Bludging my Friday arvo away. Arvo? What? <laughs> I have no idea what he just said. I mean, yeah, yes, it's the 18th over there. It's the 17th right here, right now. It's, it's Thursday for us right now. It's Thursday evening, 8.44 p.m. Thursday so evening. for people that tuning in late or are not as wrestling savvy, <laughs> explain to them wrestling words. What's the difference between a work and a shoot? So while you do that, he in the chat can tell us what the fucking Arvo is. Yeah. <laughs> Bludge. Bludging, bludging my Friday arvo away. Is, is that okay? Bludging as in pretending to work, but actually doing two fifths of fark all. Yes, fark? I know what fark all is. What's fark all? No, here, just tell him this. Tell him, oh, bugger, oh, booger. No, bugger, bugger. Yeah. Okay. Like all <laughs> like, that. Oh, damn it. Oh, bugger. All that and a bugger chips <laughs> from the uh, land down under. That's <laughs> arvo means afternoon. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, okay. One syllable short? I feel like that's kind of lazy. I mean, and there's a V in there. I don't know why there's a V. Afternoon. I mean, you could just call it a day. Bugger means mate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the car is buggered. What? 
Bro, we need to move on, man. I don't know what the fuck's going Give on. Give me a match of the week because we've been here last week. Oh, okay. Um, Mercedes versus Thunder. Oh, my vagina hurts. Yeah. Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa Dude, was when she, brutal. When, when they did the Irish whip and Mercedes hit the rail and the leg was <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I already knew that match was fucked. I, was like, I already knew that match was fucked. That was not supposed to happen. And I kept watching. Chris, work what? or shoot. We're running into the thing and falling over. Well, according to this concussion, I believe it's a shoot. So, mate, you got me in stitches over here. I'm not your buddy, friend. I'm not your friend, guy. <laughs> Jeez. I was kind of disappointed in the finish until the aftermath. Yeah. Where it was kind of like, it brought me highlights of Diesel, Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm. Where Bam Bam couldn't beat Diesel. And because Bam Bam couldn't beat Diesel, Ted DiBiase and Money Inc. tried kicking him out. And he's like, you can't fire me. I quit. So they jump on Bam Bam yeah. just for Diesel to get his back. And you have that turn. Yeah. So I don't know if I should feel bad that I'm not getting Mercedes Martinez the bitch. But if in return I'm getting Mercedes and Thunder Rosa in her Kill Bill outfit as a fucking team, I'll go with that. That Kill Bill outfit, though. <laughs> <sighs> Mm, that I, was definitely volume one because uh, she wouldn't do it any talking. All that weird. talking is volume two. No mm. one talks about volume two. That is a volume something. <laughs> God, that was a good match. Because I wasn't expecting everything that yeah, happened. Yeah. You know? And you don't have to bleed in every match. So the fact that they were both clean at the end, I liked it. Yeah. They brought up some stuff that I was different that I liked. I loved when Thunder Rosa was out in the crowd and she was trying to do that spot off of the railing. So she got- and that, that railing was not secure. So she's like, hold me. <laughs> okay, now I'll jump. And she didn't even jump. She just went, <laughs> yes, okay, I'll fall now. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Best coming. Best coming. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not my pick. Hector says, what? That wasn't a Be- Becky cosplay? <laughs> As much as I want it to be, yeah. What isn't my pick, yeah, is fucking Darby and Sammy because of fucking Andrade. Okay. Oh, that match was awful in a good way Mm because some of those spots, I'm like, it's a race to kill themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking that suicide dive into the cutter outside. Mm -hmm. That was pretty. And that's your future right there. Two of your four pillars yeah. are cracking each other in front of an eye studio yeah. audience. Yeah. And it just, you can tell that they're, they want it that bad that they're just, you could see them leveling up, taking it further, taking it further. Yeah. Take, Sammy going like this and then doing that flip and going splat on the edge of the ring. Hey, did you, oh. did you, um, oh, did you know that's the hardest part of the ring? I know it's the hardest part of the ring, you son <laughs> of a bitch. It sounds like it, doesn't yes. it? Because it made a sound that, oh, I've never heard oh. before. God. <laughs> but then, damn, and it's fucks, it sucks that we, that I have to say this because AEW doesn't do this often. But damn, they fucked up a good match. Mm-hmm. They fucked up a really good match. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's because they, they're saving the 
actual one-on-one mm-hmm. for something bigger. Maybe. You know? But it did its job. I fucking hate Andrade now. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like, I really, yeah. like, I want him to suffer. <laughs> like, like, I want him to have UTI for, like, three months. Oh. Like, <laughs> I want him to get deported and, like, they shred his visa. Oh, like, damn. I want him to marry Charlotte Flair. Like, that's, oh. how, bad. <laughs> that's how bad I want him to get Ay, it. Dios mio. <laughs> so... Uh, AEW's best output had to have been Brian Danielson against Lee Moriarty. Holy fuck! What that was, was Lee, really good too. What was a Lee Moriarty before he got in the ring with Daniel Bryan? Yeah, I want to yeah. watch Lee Moriarty now. Yeah. Post Daniel Bryan, and that's why Daniel Bryan's there. Mm-hmm. So you've already spit on it. Now let me put it in. Give me Daniel Garcia right now versus okay. Brian Danielson. Not next week. I mean, like, right now. Like, we, yeah. we stop recording. We go outside, and they're in the parking lot just fighting. <laughs> like, right now, right now. Like, now, now. Now, now. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That ain't not going to happen. <laughs> go. Moriarty Danielson. To uh, open the show. I was very impressed with how technically sound Moriarty was. Uh, I, I don't think I ever really realized it until this particular match. I thought he was a um, flippy dippy. Yeah, which, I mean, there's a lot of flippy dippies in AEW. It's okay. That's why I like AEW. I don't mind the, uh, you know, spot fests, as Brock Lesnar likes to call them, according to Dat Pro Guy. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't mind <laughs> it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it was cool to see that, that kind of match. I was impressed with the Moriarty. What has me more intrigued is how we ended up with Moxley versus Danielson. Mm, that's where we really need to go. Go for it. Dude, um, sometimes the, the best thing to do, the most obvious thing to do is the right thing to do. And we find ourselves saying that a lot with AEW. The easiest thing to do. Is exactly what was done, which, like, I know they're trying to paint it as a swerve, but it wasn't a swerve. It made complete fucking sense. It was like, hey, join me. Well, I'm not going to join you because I don't trust you. But I could trust you. I respect you. So let's fight. Earn my trust. And then, then after we fight against each other, maybe we'll fight together. I was like, that makes perfect Perfect sense. This Perfect is sense. completely different delivery from what we've been force fed, not just in WWE, but even WCW. And there's wrestling always, in general. There's always been that, yeah, I'm going to be your friend. And then when you need me the most, bah, motherfucker. Yeah. Sting and Ric Flair. Yeah. You know? Um, Ric Flair and fucking uh, Brian Pillman. Every fucking tag, every other tag team in WWE. Well, that they break up because they they stab each other in the back instead of stab. This, they are literally going to stab each other in the front to prove yes. that they can trust each other, and that's a completely different dichotomy that I was not expecting at all. Yeah, in this. Yeah, and it's it. I went from dreading this match to falling in love because of the booking of how this was presented. Yes. Yeah. This is no longer a bathroom break for me. Yeah, on a, on a pay per view, that's probably going to be. Stacked as fuck when we get to it 
It, it could have so easily just been your regular cookie cutter, like, join me. No, fuck you. Let's fight. And then that's it. It was just a fight. And, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not emotionally invested. But now I am emotionally invested because it's like, oh, he's making a whole lot of sense with what he's trying to say. And what's actually going to happen in this match? Will the trust be earned? And will Moxley join the dark side but it's not even really joining the dark side because he earned the respect and he you know daniel bryan's trying to actually get that respect so do we as fans respect brian more or do we respect uh moxley less like who do we cheer who do we not cheer either way it's intriguing it's it's the emotional investment yeah become primarily out of everything i think what sold it for me is ever since mox came back from rehab He's worn his heart right here. Yeah. And he displayed it in the conversation with Danielson because he legit said, you know what? I'm curious as fuck. <laughs> Maybe we can make something happen. Yeah. I'm just not there yet. We've never gotten a face relate to a the heel, heel with, an op- with, with an opportunity that the heel brings to the table. We've never had that. Yeah. This is a completely different... It's like it's turned the whole thing on the upside down. Yeah. Which, again, that sounds like that should be the swerve of the year. But watching it, it like, I was saying, this is what they should do. Oh, shit, they did it. <laughs> this The easy thing to do, the thing that writes itself, is the thing that shouldn't be the thing that you would traditionally see out of wrestling. But it did, and it made sense. Because so, it's a yeah. dweeb that books this shit. Yes. But the only difference is between us dweebs watching it in front of the telly and the dweeb over in Florida with all the money thinks like us. Yeah. Let's try this. Oh, shit. They actually tried it. See, this is why I watch this shit. Yeah. This is why I watch this shit. Because the dweeb who thinks he knows about wrestling might, but doesn't know about <laughs> wrestling, might actually know a little bit about wrestling. <laughs> You missed out. Oh, did I? Because about 80% of fucking NXT Vengeance Day uh-huh. was solid to borderline match of the year worthy. Good. There was and I will say I will add this caveat. At some point, I had to go get dinner, and unfortunately, it was during the women's tag team match with Toxic Attraction okay. and India and, and Persia. Okay. Um, Persia? Persia Parada. Um, Who the fuck is Persia Parada? The fucking MSK and Diamond Mine tag match was so good. Yeah? With Creed Brothers. Creed Brothers, they're... It's weird how they were supposedly the heels. <laughs> he said you missed the second best, best match on the show. What? <laughs> Well, guess what? I have the Peacock. I can watch it this weekend. Okay. Um, Creed Brothers and Diamond Mine went from the cool little wannabe MMA team that everyone's going to boo because uh, Anthony Bivens comes across as the Paul Heyman, kind of like the smart, the snarky guy that knows too much. So he, we're going to boo him. Mm-hmm. But ever since they paired him with Imperium, everybody's loving Diamond Mine. Roderick Strong, Ivy Niles. I want to see Ivy Niles break a girl. <laughs> okay and the creed brothers are coming up as like the next version of uh world's greatest tag team and so they had a good run but msk's msk they're established they're former champs they talk about weed 
They're 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 the more over. They're the more popular visually, record wise, yeah. established team. Yeah. So I was like, they had a good run. MSK going to the finals. Oh shit! Creed brothers are gonna win. Creed brothers won it. So now we get Creed brothers, the up and coming wrestling tag team mm-hmm. against fucking Imperium that are holding the bar as yeah. far as like British strong style catches catch can. Break your arm before you hit the ground. Wrestling, yeah. Behind Gunther, I, I want. That. Are they really still? I want with Gunther? that. Yeah, he's to the, still to the thing, He called. He cut a promo and he bitched out the ring announcer. It's pronounced Gunther. I was like, Gunther. They're going with it. All right, hell or high water. You know, what'd be funny. What he makes to the main roster and Vince changes his name back to Walter. <laughs> It's pronounced Volta. <laughs> so they spell it with a V. <laughs> Goddamn. Breaker and Eddie Guerrero. I mean, Santos Escobar. <laughs> uh, so it was like the, the anniversary of Ray winning the world title. Yeah. So Escobar had Eddie tights. Okay, Look yeah. cool. Look really cool. I saw, I saw pictures of it. Yeah, just, like, just thinking. Anytime you bring up our Lord and Savior Eddie Guerrero, I get like, our Lord and Savior. Look at this. Look at this. Our patron saint of wrestling. Yeah, page eight of this month's awake is Eddie Guerrero's match <laughs> against Rob Lester, where he won the world title. So to have Santos pay tribute and do yeah, it, yeah. and do all that, dude, bronze, bronze, legit. Okay. I'm the, but we might already have seen the end of Braun's popularity. Why? Because he did the one thing that people in that NXT arena did not like. Oh, before he hit his finisher, he hit fucking Santos Escobar with a spear. And apparently, you don't do spears in NXT land because that audience, even the audience right now that's brainwashed to like the new people and that were loving Braun when he walked out, were booing him when that when his hand was raised after that match was over. And mm-hmm. that spear was the catalyst. So it's kind of reminding them that they're being force-fed somebody. And they just, like, the blinders came off and they finally realized, oh, I don't want Braun. I want fucking To The Moon, who mm-hmm. lost banger match against Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. Banger! Yeah. I want, a, I want a, a second of that. But it, <laughs> I, like, it felt like, like the Kool-Aid wore off and everybody realized it, that they're going to start falling out of Braun Breaker. That audience is. They're probably going to... Push the exit of Braun to the main roster quicker because they're going to start. Bo- they're going to. I got a feeling that their his receptions are going to change now. So that process, I don't really understand the booze for the spear, and I kind of don't really understand it. I'm guessing like I had to be there, I had to be watching it. But my assumption is that because it's a spear, it looks too much like Roman, and it reminds folks or about Goldberg Roman. or Edge because Edge does the spear too. Well, they're not booing him. Okay. He has he has the the legacy I mean, of coming back. Does, from does he already have a finisher though? Like a breaker? Doesn't he have something else? That he's yeah, using? he's got a, a press that goes into a fa- uh, slam, lands on his shoulder, and then slams him down. On the okay, he even beat Champa with uh, Steiner recliner. Tapped out Champa to the okay. win the title with okay. the recliner. Yeah. So for him to bust out his feet, and again, I'm not I'm not advocating that I agree with the audience. I'm just as an observer of the show investing myself in the product in two guys that i really liked i noticed that audience did not like that spear at all okay why that's fair we'll see okay maybe they do something with it or they keep pushing it so let me ask you this watch it and and okay well i was gonna say (laughs) hector i know you're still in the live chat i don't know arnold may have may have fell asleep or passed out or something um but 
you guys, um, well, hell, anybody else in the live chat too, chime in. Um, but Chris, you you said the magic words going into this. There may have been some match of the year candidates. Now remember, we're going company by company this year. So NXT has yet to make the board for the best match of NXT's year. So are any of these matches that you witnessed worthy of being called nxt's match of the year so far it's just february so we have time to replace it but to date was there anything on that card to be up front if there's anything that deserves a nomination or at least a conversation that could lead to a nomination i would have to rewatch it because i'm torn between carmelo and um carmelo and grimy and the finals of the men's Dusty Cup with MSK and, and um, Creed Brothers. I would have to rewatch it. And since you haven't seen it, I would suggest you watch at least those two matches, if not the whole pay-per-view. Because I bet, dollars to donuts, Vengeance Day is going to be a lot better than Saudi. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's... We're about to preview it, mm-hmm. a brand that you haven't been watching. Right. <laughs> so this is going to be a short episode. This is why I want to fucking Hector Arnold here. <laughs> Uh, so every company gets its own match of the year. Yes, that's right. That not, not every. WWE, Raw and SmackDown, they have their own category. NXT, US and UK have their own category. AEW has its own category. New Japan has its own category. And rounding out number five is everybody else. Impact, Ring of Honor. NWA. Uh, NWA. Any indies. Any indie stuff. GCW. Which, <laughs> which yeah. WrestleMania weekend... Could happen. There's, there's some possible. There's some good stuff going around. And before we end the segment, I mentioned this when it happened. And we don't do this a lot, whether it, whether it's quality or quantity. I agree with Hector. Says I agree with Chris, leaning more towards the North American title match. Then that pro guy says, to be honest, though, this year's Vengeance Day didn't top last year's. Well, that wasn't the question. <laughs> but Hector, Hector agrees with that. It's that match. Uh, Dunn versus Tony was pretty good. That's it was Robert. fun for what it was. I just... Okay, nit to pick. You're watching NXT. How often is the cameraman actually in the ring during a match? Almost never. Exactly. Why the fuck was there a cameraman inside the steel cage? I get it. What? I kind of get it if it's war games because you sandwich him in the middle. He, if, you don't, if he doesn't attract enough attention, you can ignore it. But you're missing a lot of wide shots, a lot of different angles that would make the appearance bigger than it really is because you've got the one dude in there. And just because I have that ADD, OCD, idiocy, I noticed it. And it bugged me that there was a dude in there. I honestly would suggest either having cameras on, on top of each corner, just like the WWE tends to flirt with having cameras on top of the turnbuckles. or I mean, AEW has that. Or, I've mentioned this before a long time ago, we're in 2022 now. Get a fucking drone. Get a yeah. drone. And just, instead of having that boom camera that swings around and takes up a lot of space, get a couple of drones. Just, yeah. just a different perspective. Again, we've had this conversation before where NXT... NXT was like... Sorry. NXT was like the Cadillac. You would test seatbelts, airbags, anti-lock brakes, rear cameras, rear view mirror cameras. You would test it on the high-end stuff. And then if it worked, 
It got mass populated into the Chevys, into the Pontiacs, into the Buicks, into the GMCs. The LEDs on the side of the rings, that's NXT. Mm -hmm. The cameras on the turnbuckles, that was NXT. The dim lighting, the special effects for the main events, the title matches, where they had to, that was NXT. Why not go there? Especially if you're going to keep doing bigger stadiums and bigger arenas, regardless if they're 35% full. If you're going to be doing that stuff, you're going to have all kinds of open space. Drones right now with HD cameras will come in very handy and will really give you a new perspective on pro wrestling. Just like they tried to do with um, the greatest match ever where they had the camera on the floor. So when you saw them lock up, you get that visual of them. They they tried some weird stuff there too. See their chode. (laughs) Chodes. Chodes. (laughs) Plural. Um, what made me guffaw right now was uh, Robert Medlin says, Someone ask Kevin Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no Kevin Dunn. Not tonight. Um, well, it's odd that you say that because before we got cut off and distracted, I was going to give some roses. Oh, some roses. The fucking gauntlet match, the women's gauntlet match on Raw mm-hmm. was probably one of the better matches that has been on Raw in the past nine months at least. Really? That shit was good. You and told me re- to watch it. And the reason it was is because it actually told story. It actually, Jim Cornette probably came in his, came in his mm-hmm. hand a couple times through this match. Mm-hmm. It established Rhea Ripley as a fucking beast. She eliminated Nikki A.S.H. She eliminated... Um, Liv Morgan, she eliminated... Uh, Dewdrop? Dewdrop. She beat Dewdrop. Mm-hmm. But she was so worn out after Dewdrop that when the last one came in, Bianca Belair, they had a fucking clinic. But when, when Rhea's out of gas, Bianca got the one, two, three. Mm-hmm. But it took four. Yeah. So when you're establishing a story or, a, or setting mood for a six-woman elimination chamber... That ma- If that match doesn't persuade you to put down at least 10 bucks to subscribe to the network, you're not a wrestling fan. Yeah. That's how good that was. Um, it seems as though, just to kind of go back a little bit, it seems as though most everybody in the chat right now is agreeing with the uh, North American title match being you know the best of the night. So if you're willing, because I, I, I didn't watch it, uh, so I will recuse myself from, from voting. If you're willing to put that on the match of the year so far... For 2022, for Does NXT. Hector agree? That's, He's that, technically on our table. Yeah, yeah, that's what Hector Hector said. I think it was Hector and Dat Pro that both said that. Um, but and that's when Robert said, "Ask Kevin Dunn." Um, <laughs> but um, I mean, if you're willing to, and I'm you are correct, that. we do not have an, a representative from NXT so yeah, far on I mean, this it, list. It's still February, so yeah, we got yeah. time. So if, if you want to go, go for it. They had me hooked at. They had me hooked that Rio was winning. That's what Robert says. Uh, oh, but, but it didn't disappoint you when she didn't, huh? Because it did. I wasn't disappointed at all. She put a hell of a. She put in work. They. She went through three commercial breaks. Oh, yeah. She did good. She earned. She earned that. Well, we also that. don't have a uh, match of the year candidate so far for WWE main roster either. So yeah, we wanna, do. We do. Roman and Seth. Oh, that's right. Well, was it better than Roman and Seth? <laughs> you can say no. Uh, oof. While you're Roman, thinking about Roman it. Roman and Seth was good, but the finish. Ugh. While you're the, thinking about it, 
Uh, this is some interesting stuff. So that pro guy says, I have a professional drone license. And honestly, I would never want to try to fly one for cinematography inside of a stadium. The issue with drones for a stadium show, the noise, the risk of failure, and battery life. Well, you heard it from a professional. Uh, that being that's said, good insight. That is good insight. That being said, <laughs> at the last UPW show that I was at. <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> what he means to say is. Bitch! <laughs> at the last UPW show that I was at, our uh, uh, filming crew actually had a drone. This is the new crew that's actually the, the new doing crew. The yeah, 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 yeah. Now they use the drone only for like one shot, which was like right at the beginning of the match. They launched the drone behind the like where the fans were, and like kind of went up and swooped down while they were trying to do their collar and elbow tie up. I didn't think it sounded too loud, so. But I would guess if it was you more... You would think it's, it would sound louder because you're enclosed in a smaller space. If it was more heavy duty, the drone itself, maybe it would be. But they had, I think it was like just a really nice phone connected to it. I'm guessing if you wanted to have an HD camera, or those things are heavier. Yeah. yeah, they're heavier. So you'd have to have a heavier drone and then... With like eight know, propellers. Yeah, then they'll probably yeah. make no, more noise. So that kind of makes sense. But um, but if you're yeah. in, But if you're in a stadium... Crowd noise doesn't even the yeah. crowd noise goes up and has nowhere to I mean, go. So we were that sound we be? were in an enclosed space, but it wasn't a stadium per se. It was uh, the, the volunteer fire department, so yeah. the hangar bay of where they put the fire trucks. Everything was closed, so yeah. I mean, but we're talking about a crowd of like three, four hundred people. Not and you're like not thousands. filming a whole match with the drone right. camera. It, it you was fly just, around for a couple of spots. Yeah, bring it back down to charge and send another one. Maybe up. that too. But I have no license. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't about? know. He's got the license, and, <laughs> and I've seen it done. And so yeah. I don't know. I'm sure the big brains that get paid over at fucking Titan Tower might be able yeah. to figure it out, right? I mean, but. if they're making the <laughs> effort to use the same megalodon cameras that they use in NFL and Major League Baseball, where yeah. they highlight you and they and blur everything the else behind yeah. you, behind they were using you. that at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yes, they did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Drones could be useful for when uh, for that when wait. Could be useful for that when used for just certain shots. Uh, the drones I'm thinking of personally, which could handle a 4K camera and broadcasting tech, are massive. Cool. 12 propellers? I'm taking a guess that they're like, they're like, because they're multi directional. Like some yeah, this way, yeah, some probably, this way. yeah, some up underneath. Yeah. yeah. Drones are fucking cool though, man. I'm glad you have a license. That's cool. I didn't know you needed a license, but then again, I'm, I'm like. Hector says they use drones for entrances. Okay. Yeah. Really? I mean, that's, I, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Hector I doesn't fucking work for WWE, so. <laughs> the most experience I've seen is when Metallica played fucking Moth in the Flame. They had like three or four dozen drones mm -hmm. come up and do a light stage because it's moths around the flame. Well, well that's and a light show. That's and not that, a camera. And that's, well, they're drone, but still, the drones are moving around and it was five minutes and then the drones came. Or it was, they were already preset. So yeah. at the end, all of them just like, in unison just yo maybe we should ask kevin dunn about this oh if only kevin dunn were around hmm. hey kevin dunn love been a while hey how's it going what's up man uh yeah, it's been a while hey, yeah. what's new with you bro you uh you know no nothing just you know worrying about fucking up nxt you know, we need to burn that shit to the ground because, you know, fuck, fuck Hunter. You mean fucking fuck the women's roster? <laughs> yeah, that too. You know, you got Which, well, who's on top of your list? Well, I mean, there's a whole reason why we call them toxic attraction. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because uh, I was attracted to him. Ah, uh, okay. I yeah, thought it was yeah, because that test yeah. came out positive. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, we don't, we don't want to talk about the, the tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's pills for the god of Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. you get a little shot of pedestalin. It, it pinches. It's a little pinch. A little pinch. It's, it's a okay. moxillin now. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Whatever. I don't. I don't ask. About, I'm not fucking talking. We have listeners that ask yeah. about you. Oh yeah. They want to know about okay. your experiences with drones and drones? counting photos. Yeah. Oh well, you know. Do you I, understand what a drone is? Well, I mean, like, like what a vibrator is that what we're talking about? You know, you just kind of just shove it up in the hoo ha. Let it do its work for you. You know. I mean, it, it's kind of fun, but you know, drones. Anyone yeah. under Vince McMahon's a drone? Hey, oh, wait, you're talking about like the Stooges? Those are called Stooges. You know, Briscoe, okay. Patterson. No. Well, what about yeah, the drones yeah. that fly around? Fly around? What the yeah, fuck are you talking cam- about? With cameras. So you can get- talking about airplanes? Yeah. Fucking airplanes? What, what do you want to do with an airplane? Why are people asking me about airplanes? I want a wrestling show. What the fuck's an airplane? Because they want to see stuff from different angles. What? <laughs> what are we seeing from different angles? Hold on. Yeah. You, drones could go places your regular boom camera can't go. So you're talking about taking airplanes and putting cameras on the airplanes? Yeah. Really? They're like this big. It's not the big. airplane is that big? Yeah. Well, he could just shove that right up a fucking dewdrop hoo ha. Oh, I like it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it just fly right on in and then you can just see what you want to see and fly out? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, like a gynecologist. I, oh, oh, yeah. 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 I got a couple gynecologist friends, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's his yeah. name? Yeah. Well, you don't want to know. <laughs> It's, so WrestleMania, yeah. it's done. Might be my brother-in-law. Drones, but, uh, <laughs> drones. Yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck it, why not? Yeah, I gotta get some closer looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Can't. Can, can, can it be possible? So I need a license to do it. What is that? I mean, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You can we got money. I mean, we got that fucking Tony Khan. I mean, uh, not not Tony Khan. The other Khan. We got that Khan's money. Yeah. The Khan Khan money. I mean, yeah. you fake a vaccination. Yeah, we got the Saudi license. money. I'm sure the Saudis have fucking drones. They can shoot off ballistic missiles and all that kind of shit. Why not? Put a camera on it. Fuck. Why not? All right. Well, you know, I'm going to get right on top of that. I'm going to make a few phone calls. So, you know. <clears throat> Thanks so much for having me on. I'm Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Holy shit. What happened, man? What was that? You're I like, welcome. I like blipped in and out there for a second. <laughs> it was like a snap all over again. What happened there? <laughs> the flying fox cam. <laughs> Dunn apparently set up a landing strip. Enough to land a Oh, God. And with that, we're that. We're that. All the drones are headed to Saudi. We okay. got elimination chamber yes. Saturday at eleven in yes. the morning. Yes, Saturday, eleven in the morning. Yes, will you be available? Fuck no! <laughs> I didn't ask if you were watching. I said, "Is that available to you?" Eleven in the morning on Saturday, or would you prefer it at night? I mean, could I watch it eleven in the morning on Saturday? Yeah, I could watch it. But do you wanna? No. Let's blaze through this then. Okay. Usos versus War Raiders for the SmackDown straps. Oh, I wish I cared about that because I love the War Raiders. That's because a lot of the Houston connections there with with Raymond Rowe, uh, Eric, um, which, you know, yeah, I, 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 nice to see that they're getting a title shot at a meaningful pay-per-view. But at the end of the day, my guess is that this is for nothing and it's a filler between manias. They're between... 
Rumble Mania, right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. So if, if my guess is correct, I'm going to go with the three. No, what? No, I feel generous. I'm going to go with the four. Match-wise, I think I'm at about a six and a half or a seven because they can. Th- I want to see them wrestle. They can wrestle. All four of them can wrestle. Mm-hmm. Is there any emotional emotional value or investment? No. Mm-hmm. So that brings me down to about a five. Okay. I got the Usos winning. Usos Man, are definitely yeah. winning. Yeah. Drew McIntyre gets Madcap Moss. Falls count anywhere. Drew McIntyre versus a what? Happy Corbin's partner, Madcap Moss. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, not Jesus Christ. Madcap oh, Moss. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, two, I have zero... Sh- I, you know what? I was going to say I have zero shits to give, but apparently I have two shits to give. Yeah. Um, Is there I, corn in it? <laughs> it? Apparently it's for Drew, because I kind of like Drew, but Madcap, I don't care. And, and False Count Anywhere, eh. <laughs> I think I already had this match. I'm at a two. Okay. Drew's winning. Okay. Drew's winning. Yeah, I got Drew winning. How about Rey Mysterio against The Miz? Oh, that'd be a fun little match. Um, I traditionally would probably like that because I really like The Miz. Rey Mysterio is very respectable. I can never say that I've been a huge Rey Mysterio fan. But the fact that my skin tone is the way it is, I have to at least like him a little bit and respect him a little bit. So, yeah, sure. Um... Under normal circumstances, I would have given this maybe a seven, but it's not normal circumstances because I'm still like ugh on WWE. So I'm gonna go with the five, and I think that's generous. And I got uh, Miz winning. I'm at a six. Okay. I don't know if I've ever seen Mysterio and the Miz wrestle each other. Maybe I have, and I'm just oblivious. I mean, it could have happened on some random fucking Raw or SmackDown back in the day. I've got Miz winning it. The momentum. Okay. Ray's lost every match since he's teamed up with his kid and <laughs> lost the tag titles. Uh, okay, here's one. Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville in a tag match against what? Naomi and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> what? Remember, this is in Saudi Arabia. Okay, yeah. Saudi I mean, Arabia. I mean, what that's cool. Match? Oh, Yeah, that, that's cool that it's in Saudi Arabia, but um, that they're having a women's tag match. But what? Why? Like, why? This screams filler to me. Of course. You need to get... no way out of Texas. We need something between now and Mania. Yeah, you need something between then. So, I... No. And the fact that it is in Saudi, it's cool for the human rights... Rightsnessness. This of it all. Like, that's cool. But uh, at the end of the day, you're going to have all four of those girls wrestling in t-shirts. You know... Baggy it's been t-shirts. a year and a half since they went to Saudi. Remember, I don't know if you remember this. Mm. We were in a COVID outbreak. Yeah. <laughs> a lot might have happened in that year and a half since the last time that they were over there. COVID isn't going to change their culture. So, yeah, they're still going to be wrestling. We got winning. The team with Ronda. Okay. I'm at a four. I actually have Sonya Deville pinning Naomi with some crazy ass shit so that they push this thing along. Okay. Yeah, that that's fair. You want to keep... It's weird because... Will Sonya be wearing the blazer? I mean, maybe. Like a Chevy blazer? I don't think they sell no, those in Saudi. Dumbass. Oh. <laughs> You're calling me a dumbass. Kevin Dunn was here. 
Uh, All right, let's keep the momentum going. Okay. Becky Lynch against Lita. Women's match number two in Saudi Arabia for the Raw Women's wow. title. That sounds, That's been on billboards in the last week and a half in Saudi Arabia. That sounds like that could be a dream match. But you'll be awake. It's at 11. But yes, that, that could be a dream match. But I don't think that Lita has a snowball's chance in Saudi. So, um, I go with a four. Uh, Becky's winning. I don't know. If Lita has been around, I know she was in the Rumble, but if Lita's been around, been built, this is her second comeback from, you know, fucking retirement, and she might have a thing. But it's WrestleMania season. It's filler between now and Mania. This is definitely like, oh, cool, let's just get, you know, a cheap pop. Yeah, and no. I know it's easy to say it's filler because it's a, a what is perceived as a throwaway pay-per-view between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, but a throwaway pay-per-view is not in another country in front of 40,000 people. Are we overlooking this? <laughs> Hector. Are we overlooking this foolishly or purposely? Or should we be giving this a little bit more credit than is due because this is not the first time that they're selling out 50 grand at this country? I mean... There's still time booking wise if Lita wins just for a week or two to see get her roses before she drops it to Becky. Or if you put Lita in a WrestleMania main event for the nostalgia to get older uh, young, older audience if their audience yeah, isn't already skewing old to begin not, with. Not at the expense of Becky. Just remember, this is not the Becky that left for pregnancy. This yeah. Heal Becky that people don't know whether to cheer or boo. I still think that her stock is high enough where they would want her to be the champ going into Mania and being in a prominent Mania match. I don't think they want to fucking play around with that because, like, even if you did, oh, it's only a week. Like, okay, I get it. But, like, champ loses the title to Challenger. Champ needs to get that title back so there's a rematch. Well, since now Lita, who just lost the title, would have been the champ. Now she gets her rematch. So we're talking about that title even that one title change to go back, you're looking at at least two or three matches. Mm-hmm. And that'll take away from anything that they're trying to build between what they really wanted at Mania. So, no. It's well, here, let happen. me help you. Because while that's going on, the third women's match in Saudi Arabia, a oh. six-woman elimination chamber match okay. where the winner gets a shot at WrestleMania. So we have Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Dewdrop. Who was the other one? <laughs> you don't have this written down? I do, but I tried to go... I wanted to go off my head. Ni- uh, almost a superhero. Nikki A.S.H. Okay. She's the fifth woman. And the mystery woman, our number six, the return of Alexa Bliss. Mm. Those six women in the elimination chamber, winner gets a title shot at WrestleMania. Give me a number, and then give me a winner. <sighs> Fuck. Um... You know what? I would, under normal circumstances, be at like a fucking nine. Because this just sounds pr- badass. Women's Elimination Chamber? Fuck yeah. Uh, but we're in Saudi. And again, I, I have to take away at least three points just because I don't care about WWE right now. Uh, so I would go to a... I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll give it a six. Um, my winner, uh, Rhea. 
Rhea actually win it. Rhea. Rhea versus Becky, first time ever at Mania, would be quite the matchup. That would yeah. get a lot of interest. Yeah. And then you got Ronda versus Charlotte. Especially with Becky as the somewhat cowardly heel that wants to deflect. Yeah. Seeing her run away from Rhea would be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that pick. Okay. Regardless of the... And- I'm going to try my best to be subjective and not throw too much shade at Saudi, especially in matches that don't deserve it. So for this match, I'm at a nine. Okay. All the girls in t-shirts. Even if they are just in t-shirts. Okay. Hypothetically, Becky versus Nikki A.S.H. Yay or nay? Is it demonic things too taboo in Saudi? I mean, yeah, probably so. So You know, that'll suck if Rhea doesn't even get her fucking inches music. <laughs> We've already had Becky versus Dewdrop. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. We've already had Becky versus Liv Morgan. That's not happening. Becky versus Lexi? Storyline-wise, Becky versus Bianca. And Bianca finally gets her belt back after what happened to her at SummerSlam. The Daniel Bryan route. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I want to see that again. It all hinges on what Alexa we're getting. Mm. Like crazy Alexa fucking with with Becky Lynch Mm. would be one thing. Yeah. Hell, crazy Alexa fucking with Lita. Mm -hmm. If push came to shove and Lita won the title. Yeah. Damn, but Rhea's... Man, Rhea's been ready, and they did her wrong when she first won the belt. I mean... But Bianca, damn! That pro guy is saying, live. I mean... That grassroots movement that Liv is riding yeah. on, you gotta respect that. And I'm and I'm coming around to Liv, even though they changed her attire, changed her theme music, changed her approach. She used to just be walking kind of I don't give a fuck kind of, but now she's like clapping and dancing along because her theme song's more upbeat. Like oh. and I see so here's the thing. I would love to pick Liv. But if she doesn't win against Becky at WrestleMania, how many fucks do you have left to give for her character? Yeah, and I don't think that this is the time where WWE wants to experiment with unknowns and variables that are unknown. I would prefer Liv gets cheated out of a victory. Mm -hmm. She wins money in the bank. She cashes in money in the bank. Give time for that grassroots to really swell yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And then when the moment's right, you pull the trigger. Because as cute as she is and as fun as she is and as personality as she is, she's like three-fifths of Rhea Ripley. One-on-one, her against half the roster, you can't visually see her beating anyone realistically mm. without some really wonk booking. But if she has that money in the bank where she could strike when the champion's most vulnerable, whether it's a heel or a face, yeah. you can believe her. You can believe that she wins it. So I don't want to lose momentum by having Liv win this match and then lose it Mania and me not care about her anymore. Yeah. I'd rather give it, you pick Rhea, I'm going to pick the safer bet and I'm going to go with um, Bianca Belair. Okay. Because you can tie those loose ends and, and, and see where you go from there. And I put Liv in your sleeve for later. Okay. 
But I, I, I think that might be one of the only two matches that I would want to watch from this pay-per-view. Okay. And that's weird coming that we're, we don't get a lot of exposure of the women. But that fucking... One good match is all it takes, and I'm telling you, that fuck... I'm gonna have to watch. I have to watch two matches again. I gotta watch the North American title match from from Vengeance so I can make a sound choice. Okay, but there's enough potential that I might be willing to overthrow fucking Shield, Rollins and Roman from R- Rumble and replace it with this Raw fucking uh, Gauntlet match. I just want to wait, Hector because, Arnold. What do you because say? Because again. That? Your punk ass always wants to bring significance. I do. And a part of me wants to see what the next week or two brings. Mm. So that if it's worth replacing Roman and uh, and Rollins. Uh, Hector says, I have Alexa winning and losing the match at Mania with the return of Ronda. I mean, what, what would Ronda have to do with Alexa? I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh. Roman Reigns against Goldberg. This was supposed to happen at WrestleMania two years ago. COVID began and Roman had to sit it out. And Goldberg wound up dropping the belt to uh, Sure. So now 22 months later, where are we at? Zero. Oh, I didn't know you were a white supremacist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when you do it like down. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, settle. I'm at a zero, unracistly. I'm at a zero. No, no, see, it's like settle medo. Okay. Yeah, that's medo. Miedo. I can't say. <laughs> zero, zero, zilch, nada. The square root of jack. Nothing. Damn, he stole my catchphrase. I know, I did. I just stole it from someone else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Why? You can't even muster a one? I can't even muster a one. Why? Tell them. Because this match doesn't need to happen. It didn't need to happen then. It doesn't need to happen now extra more. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, at best, it's a bullshit-ass filler match between Roman and Brock, which I don't want to see either. Um, at At worst, at worst, it's, a swerve by giving Goldberg the belt, and now Goldberg's going to be in the main event picture of WrestleMania, where either he's tr- dropping the belt to one of them, or it's a three-way or some bullshit that I really don't want to see. Like, how do you take the travesty that happened at Royal Rumble? How do you take that and make it worse by shoving Goldberg in the middle of it? You had the perfect setup already. For Brock versus Roman without mucking it all up with the winner of the Rumble. You already had that written by just the end of the championship match. That's it. That's all you had to do. Nothing else. And then you give the, the winner of the championship to Brock to, to like further say. And now that that should be established, you're sticking Goldberg in there for no reason? So, okay. We're going to have Goldberg, your main attraction guy that comes out of nowhere that you're supposed to get a million views on YouTube when he comes back. You're which gonna, he does. Which he does. You're going to use that asset to squander on a Saudi show as a filler? Okay, that's fucking terrible. But the other side of it is he actually wins? That's fucking terrible, literature. Because now 
now Goldberg's in the mix with a, a match that makes a match that I don't want to see between Roman versus Brock even worse. Where it's Roman versus Brock, Roman versus Goldberg, Goldberg versus all two of them, or what? Like some, there's nothing but bullshit shenanigans that could come from this match. Nothing but there's no way that I'm happy any way this match ends. If it's a countout, disqualification, I'm pissed off. If Brock wins clean, or excuse me, Roman wins clean, I'm pissed off. If Goldberg wins clean, I'm pissed off. Either way, it's a shit sandwich. I can't take a bite without tasting shit. Either way. So I'm at a zero. Zero. The fact that you hate shit sandwiches so much only leads me to believe that at some point in your life, you've eaten one. (laughs) To know what it tastes like. (laughs) To realize that you don't ever want it again. And anything that even personifies an actual sandwich that contains shit. Bugs you. This is what you're zeroing in on, really? <laughs> the only saving grace I can give it is that a part of me thinks <laughs> that you can still, five years later from WrestleMania 33, that you can run back Brock Lesnar versus Bill Goldberg one more time. Goldberg beat Lesnar in 48 seconds at Survivor Series. And I didn't Gold- want to see it then. Goldberg eliminated Brock Lesnar after 30 seconds in the Royal Rumble. And I didn't want to see it then. Goldberg went to Suplex City and <sighs> lost the belt to Brock at WrestleMania 33. I didn't want to see that then. You could run. They, WWE could have the tendency or be that dumb to run that back for one more time and keep Roman for after. With that being said, that's bullshit. We're getting Roman versus fucking Brock. I, we're getting Roman versus Brock. Okay. I'm at a one for this match. You were able to muster a one. Yeah. All right. I got Roman winning. You got, okay. Yeah. I, God damn, I hope Roman wins. Now, to finish that thought, what are your thoughts on Steen or Kevin Steen versus um, Stone Cold? Oh, did you show up late, homie? Yeah, he you did might show have showed up, up late. We he talked about that late. earlier. Once we're done, give it a few minutes. Go back to the beginning. We talk all about that. I mean, we didn't talk specifically about the possibility of that match. We talked about the possibility of Stone Cold coming back. For what, a can of waffles? No, he's coming back to wrestle Kevin Owens at Mania. That's the booking. Okay. Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. World Heavyweight Championship inside the chamber. Brock's winning. I got a three. Brock's not winning. I'm at a seven. Mm -hmm. Because here's a guy in Matt Riddle that was... So obnoxious. None of the legends wanted to work with him. Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg, nobody. Okay. And now he's in the ring with two other former MMA fighters. I want to watch this. Okay. I legit want to watch this. Okay. As a matter of fact, I just worked myself up to an eight. I legit want to watch this. Look at that. I don't think Lesnar's winning this. There has to be... 
So I, if I Lester don't... does lose this, how do you justify Lester going up against Roman? Or Goldberg? Or both? Because Lesnar won the Rumble. Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't back. need to win this. It's Why? Because he won the Rumble. Oh, this is so stupid. Yeah. We cannot, 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 cannot have a replay of the triple threat main event from Mania a few years ago where we squandered Asuka to have Becky, Charlotte, Ronda main event the, the Mania for both belts. Mm-hmm. We cannot squander a lot of talent that's in this ring, in this match, and Austin Theory for the expense. <laughs> and Peggy. For the expense of having Roman versus Brock for both titles. It's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Unless they plan on merging the titles, killing the brand split, and taking Mania back to one night because two nights is already watered the fuck down. And that goes for New Japan also. Wrestle Kingdom needs to go back to one night. Not fucking three. Lesnar's not winning this. You could always have Heyman come out and, and, and distract him. Or you can have Roman pop out from underneath one of the pods and, and do some, something shady to Brock and, and he can get eliminated. Or fuck, have him have a surprise elimination by somebody. Or it takes five people to have Austin Theory pin Brock Lesnar. <laughs> by Bonnie comes out and pins Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Yeah. So Brock has to bring out Good Bunny. Good Bunny. Yeah. So, I think I saw him on a Tricks box. So, <laughs> in that case, it'd be fun. Or I'd be curious to see what they do with, with Riddle. But I think Lashley's keeping it. Okay. I really wouldn't mind, and I know this is going to suck. This might not be the most popular opinion. But guess what? If Roman and Brock are main eventing one night, and then the winner of the Women's Rumble is main eventing the other night, if this match does not go on last... I would want to see Lashley defend against Cesaro at WrestleMania for the title. Or I maybe want to see Lashley defend against Finn for the title at Mania. There's not a lot of pressure because you're not ending the show. Yeah. Or hell, if you want to get it over with and get a nice pop, have Demon Finn start night one of WrestleMania and have Finn and Lashley, whether Finn wins or not, or if Cesaro wins or not, get it over with. It won't hurt your credibility. It won't hurt anybody's standards. You know, try something different. Some you're appealing so much to the casuals. What are you doing to cook the people that have been there? Yeah, that are bought, that have been that have stuck with your product through the fucking Thunderdome. What bones are you throwing to us that are actually paying money to, to you s- to sit at fucking Jerry World for two goddamn nights? I didn't stick through the Thunderdome. Well, I uh, did. Technically, I, I stuck through past yeah. the Thunderdome, but then after that, I was off off boarded. <laughs> at eight, I got Lashley winning. All right. Overall. Four. Five. Okay. It sucks because, in theory, Saturday pay-per-views, especially in the day, are a great idea. I went to WrestleMania 21, and when the show was over, the sun was still out in L.A. It was an awesome experience. So watching, this is like the perfect, like... If you're if you're having withdrawals from the NFL, dude, get a lot of your friends over, do a goddamn cookout, and you put on the race the the WWE pay per view at fucking one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon, live on a Saturday, yeah. fuck it, or even on a Sunday, yeah, early, that works. 
Grill up some burgers, some hot dogs. Yeah, sure. Unfortunately, as much of a fan as I am of professional wrestling, and in this case, sports entertainment, there is still, and you've made it very clear throughout this section of the podcast, there is still a dark cloud that hangs over the association between WWE and Bin Salman, Saudi Arabia, that just makes you not want to be interested in this show. Even now that instead of making a completely different name and just making a pay-per-view just as a one-off, you're actually making a pay-per-view that fits in the timeline of everything else in your WWE schedule and it still has that disconnect of, yeah, but it's in Saudi. I don't really, I kind of don't want to support this one. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to take, but as of right now, you obviously still have it. I don't have it as much, but it's still a factor for me. Yeah. It's probably two matches that I'll probably go back and watch later because, again, more Peacock glitches. You can't watch anything live in the moment and rewind. You have to watch it live and then wait till after the fact so you can fast forward and rewind. So I'm probably going to just wait until Sunday or Monday that I'm off because President's Day or Tuesday that I'm off because I don't want to be at work. So... (laughs) Four-day weekend. Well, you laugh. What's the definition of vacation? Vacation. You don't want to go to work. That's why you ask for vacation. Yeah. So it's personal. It's business. Yeah. So four. Two matches I'm going to watch later on, and that's about it. And then after that, we could actually focus. Well, I I have to focus because my ass is going to be there for two nights of WrestleMania. I might as well make the best of the situation because I'm not doing it for me. So you're driving up to Dallas? Yep. All right. Uh, more vacation. So I'm yeah. I'm off Friday. Friday. Impact is mm-hmm. doing a show mm-hmm. at se- at mm-hmm. seven o'clock. Yeah. And then Impact is doing a show at nine thirty or ten o'clock. But it's not Impact. It's that old school federation where they all cosplay to seventies and eighties wrestlers. Remember that? Oh, episode? the Russell House shit. They're doing Hell that. Yeah. They're, do- they're actually yeah, doing that. Yeah. 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 Four o'clock, New Japan is taping episodes of New Japan Strong Mm -hmm. featuring Minoru Suzuki. (laughs) All right. All right. ROW is doing shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Dallas. Your boy has got a ticket, a pair of tickets with my nephew to the return of Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. Ah. The Briscoes are going to defend the Ring of Honor tag team titles against... Question mark. Oh. Take a guess. What's uh, out there? Uh, Tag team wise? What's out there? I mean. What would it, you want to see? Man, it could be FTR. Could be the Bucks. Uh, you know what they could do? They could reunite Alexander and, uh, and uh, Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Yeah? Oh, well, no, Alexander can't come to the country. Shit. That'd be nice, though. God damn, that'd be so cool. Um, the North. The North. That's what they were called, the North. Wow. Yeah, they could reunite Speaking the North. Speaking of reuniting, yeah, you can reunite Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. Yeah? Ow. Oh, get the Wolves. The American Wolves? Fuck yeah. Um, 90 days is up. Yeah? Briscoe's in the Hardys? 
I mean, I wouldn't have that big of an erection for that, but okay. Um, yeah. It's another, there's another house show or another independent wrestling show. that Hector already, just said the Hardys. That if, there's an independent show, I think in the Northeast, that have already announced this. They've already had this book for one of their shows uh, next month in March. Briscoe's against the Lucha Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <sighs> Let's end the show on an even upper upper. Okay. What'd you think of CM Punk's promo to open up Dynamite last night? Fuck. <laughs> I loved it, man. I loved it. <laughs> Shit, that was so good. Um, when he said what he said to open up the show about, it means, uh, yo, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I'm straight edge. That means I'm better than you. I was like, I know and the exactly. crowd was like, what? I was like, I know exactly what he's saying, but I don't know what he's where he's going with it. And I thought right after he was about to say, and I'm better than you, my mind automatically said in my head, and you know it. I was like, oh, fuck, that's what he's doing. And then when he like explained all of it, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. Oh, guys, oh, I love this so much. And just keep harping on that. Piper in Portland, Piper in Portland thing. I was like, man, what the fuck is he? Where's he go? Oh, I don't think I've been that excited for a dog collar match because they had one a little while ago, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of cool, yeah. But this, I am excited to see mostly because I can't visualize in my brain MJF in a dog collar match. Like, there's some sort of weird disconnect where it's like, I don't think this can actually happen. I don't see MJF being able to be in this type of match. But we're gonna see it. It's like, when you're you're like 12, 13 years old and you know you want to see a girl naked, but you don't know what you're gonna see when you first see it. Yeah, Lojas! Yeah, it's like, what is it? (laughs) I mean, I know there's something there, but, like, it's not like mine. It smells weird. But I want to see it, you know? But, like, and then you see it, and it's like, that's really weird. That doesn't make sense, but, oh, God, it makes sense. You know? That's kind of how I feel about this. I I can't imagine it. I can't piece it together yet. But I'm sure once I do, once I do see it. Oh, man. Oh, man. You're going to want to see it all the time. All the time. Yeah. Everyone's. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about wearing your heart on your sleeve. I found it unique that CM Punk would choose a match that he didn't win. Yes, that was brilliant too. So I went back on YouTube and I saw CM Punk versus Raven from Ring of Honor Mm. in that cage match, dog collar match. Yeah. That bad? (laughs) MJF is not ready. (laughs) He said MJF is not ready. (laughs) And here's the best part. Even if MJF somehow, hook or crook, gets a win, he ain't going to fucking look like a winner. Mm. He going to be fucked yeah. up. I read, some, I read some opinions of this segment. 
Punk dropped a little a little t- nugget in that promo about uh-huh. in the history of the dog collar match that the dog collar match shaves years off your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get offended by that? Because the last dog collar match they had on AEW involved Brody Lee? Or is it that uh, just hitting you now? That just hit me now. I... It's been over a year. That did not cross my mind at all. It, it didn't cross my mind until you said it now, and I'm like, and I, I can see the, that. I don't even like, see the offense. You know, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he was referencing that because that's not what Brody died from, right? Yeah. You know, but I think he also says shaves years off of your career, not off of your yeah, life, careers, right? right? Yeah. So uh, I, I think that might be people reaching, wanting to be offended. Yeah. You know, but. I don't know. Just ask Amanda Huber. See what she says. If she ain't offended, then it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for this match. Me too. <laughs> can't wait for it. There's I, there's prob- there's booking. There's probably going to be 10 matches in this pay-per-view. And even with the women's matches, you're not going to want to miss any of them. Mm-hmm. When we come back in two weeks to preview Revolution... You're going to be all over it because you've been watching. Yeah. You're invested. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully we'll get somebody from the chat in here. Yeah. <laughs> to share. Hopefully Hector Arnold. <laughs> At this pace, I'll take that pro guy. You got yeah. two weeks. Yeah. I'll get text you the address. We're, we're not flying you from Australia. You got to fly yourself. <laughs> but you're welcome to Chris's couch. <laughs> or swim. Or swim. <laughs> it's going to be a long swim. Anything else? Do you have it? Do you want to add anything Houston into Houston Wrestling Radio from your behalf? Uh, I still have UPW coming up. Uh, damn, I forgot the date. <laughs> Ring announcing or commentating? I'm not sure. I think it's going to be commentating, but it's very possible ring announcing. It just depends which of the other stable of announcers and commentators can or cannot make it. If that it night. helps. You could probably go into a Groupon and get yourself a fucking drone license. <laughs> <laughs> they got guys for that. They got guys for that. And with that, and with that, that's it. Adios, my friends. Keep it classy. What? Oh, shit. Okay. All right. After dark, here we go. <laughs> Elevation. So, dark light. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been a week. It has? From what? Been a week for what? John DiMaggio ain't coming back. (laughs) Your retort. Is it a work or is it a shoot? (laughs) Way to bring it back around, brother. Wow. Do you understand what's going on with this? Yes, yes. I, I saw what, what John said, where he, he went to Twitter and he said, not only do I think I deserve more money, I think the entire cast deserves more money, but people basically set their own price. My price isn't what they're paying, and you know that's okay. So I get it. And he says it's not about money so much as it's about self-respect. I get it. At the end of the day, you're not doing it for funsies. It's not like Houston Wrestling Radio where we do it for funsies. You're doing it to actually put food on the table, you know, to cash them checks. And if it's not worth it for him to cash that check, I get it. I'm not pissed at him. 
I'm not mad. I, I, but am I a little Your disappointment disappointed? isn't aimed at him. Yeah, it's not aimed at him. It's just, and it's not even aimed at the at the at Hulu at the studio, so to speak. It's not really aimed at that because if they tried to make the best offer they could, and that's all the money they had, I mean, I, I can't be pissing them for you know. Fuck it, I can. Okay, Hulu's under the Disney umbrella, son. This is not the first time this has happened. Okay, I have never watched an episode of this show, so I don't know how I know this, okay. but at some point. The people behind NBC thought that um, Ross from Friends was the star of the show. Mm. But Ross, the person that plays Ross, put his David foot Schwimmer. down. Schwimmer. put his foot down that this is a six-piece. This is his ensemble show. We don't need to right. have anything dividing us, anything separating us, any drama from the outside bringing us in. Mm-hmm. The easiest way to do that is you pay all of us. What you want to pay me. That's what it's going to take to keep this show going. And what did NBC do? They obviously paid it. Because they kept going until season 10 when they retired the show. Okay. So at some point, everyone was making the same money. I know exactly where John DiMaggio is coming from with this. Okay. It's easy for him to be like, hey, I'm the character everyone remembers from that fucking show. Because I look like Homer Simpson. But he is not the show, even though he has a couple of uh, rotating characters that he also voices besides Bender. Right, yes. So does Fry. It's an ensemble show. Yeah. It's best for everyone involved if everyone's making the same money. And if you're Disney cranking out a billion in the first week over Spider-Man, but you ain't got the chump change to level For up a voice actor to level out the playing field yeah. on an animated show that has been canceled four fucking times that has already been sent off more than once with a nice bow that you yeah. don't have to come back to. Mm-hmm. What's the point of bringing this show back if who is coveted by fans as the main character of the entire show? Oh, you're watching for Leela? Fry? Leela? Zoidberg? The Professor? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Bender will be missed. But I'm not going to not watch it because, you know, we don't have the original voice of Bender. Will you keep that same energy if you don't like the replacement? Or if they don't do anything with Bender because of the contract situation? Maybe. But <laughs> I have faith in the writing of that show, historically anyway. I don't know if they're going to bring back all the, right, the same writers. But David X. Cohen, he's, he's never done wrong by me for this show. And this I don't is, think Matt Groening has done anything wrong. Yeah. He's, so he's three for three since his Futurama disenchantment. Here's the point that I'm trying to get to. The point is, if they write it in a clever enough way... Like, Bender got rebooted, you know, and like, I don't know what the fuck, or like... And it's Aquafina acting black. Yeah, or something weird. Or if it's like... Which nobody likes, apparently. Or or if it's like, all Bender says the entire episode is, please insert Girder, and it's like not his voice, but some other actual robot voice. Like, that'll make sense. Like, the entire story arc of the entire fucking season is that Bender is broken, and every time you see Bender, Fry's like trying to talk to him like it's his old buddy, and then he just replies... 
please insert girder. Like, like, and then when they retire the show again, you yeah. pay the man for one episode. <laughs> one and episode, he's fixed. and he's fixed. And, like, and then I'm, I'm back, baby. End credits. <laughs> Cancelled again. Cancelled again. Yes, like. <laughs> I, I have faith that they can work around this and do something clever enough that might be like, okay, I'm okay with it, you know? Gotcha. So I have high hopes. High hopes. Don't get them too high. I Does that fall from that high card? I understand. I understand. <laughs> I get it. But, you know, I, I think I said this a lot when, when AEW was first in its first year where it's like, Normally, I wouldn't be excited about this. Normally, my anticipation level will be a 7. But positive equity, I'm going to allow myself to get a little bit excited because they haven't done me wrong yet. So something that should be a 7, I'm at a 9. And then, boom, my expectations are met and or raised. So that's how I'm going with this. Futurama is my all-time favorite TV show, period. Full stop. That's my favorite TV show ever. So you so, have to give it a chance. I gotta Your give soul it a chance. Will not let you ignore it. I, I gotta it's not give it a wrong. chance. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hector in the chat. They Disney spent all the animated money to bring back X Men. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, they'll just pretend it's the same him, and there's no issue with it. I mean, that could happen too. I mean, and if it if it's a guy that sounds like he's trying to sound like Bender, and he pulls it off, cool. But if it's like. Not Bender. It's IBM Watson. If they bring this weird, if if they say that Bender is no longer around, but Baby Bender, like all of a sudden is grown up, and what's the evil twin? Flexo. But Flexo was also (laughs) Also voiced by my same guy. So, but yeah, they could say it's another Flexo. So it was like Bender, Flexo, and Bendo or something. I don't know. Straightener. Yeah, something like that. Just bring another one. Like they, something can happen. Something can happen, and I'll be okay. Yeah. Now you gotta go home. Oh, well, y'all gotta go damn. home. All right. That came out good. Yeah, man. Shit, just like fucking Futurama, you and I are gonna resurrect Pop Culture Rewind. Oh yeah, <laughs> with this. <laughs> I mean, since I haven't been watching as much wrestling, I have been spreading my wings a little and looking at like a bunch of other shit. Like I'm all caught up on Marvel. I fucking love Peacemaker. I'm gonna watch this this uh, Futurama reboot, and I started watching this show uh, called uh, uh, shit. What was it? Um, Archive eighty one. Fuck, that show was great. Um, so it's like, now that I don't have to watch wrestling, I can catch up on like all this other shit. You know? <laughs> Stuff everyone else watches. Yeah. 